This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 78, with Mark Podolsky and Scott Todd. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello everyone, MC Lobster here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I've an amazing show for you guys today and in today's episode we are going to be looking at an amazing passive income model that includes buying and selling raw land. My guest today is Mark Podolsky, also known as The Land Geek and Scott Todd. They are the co-hosts of the great podcast, The Art of Passive Income. Mark is widely considered one of the country's most trusted and foremost authority on buying and selling raw, undeveloped land within the United States. He's been actively investing in real estate and raw land since 2001 and has completed over 5,000 unique transactions. Mark's company, Frontier Equity Properties, He's a very reputable and successful land investing company, and Mark has achieved an amazing level of success in his business due to his core business philosophy, happy customers guaranteed. After spending 20 years in corporate America and being a vice president of a Fortune 300 company, Scott Todd decided to follow his passion and found his niche in real estate. After discovering Mark's podcast in October 2014, Scott decided to take action and started seeing results within two weeks. Scott is the co-host of the Art of Passive Income podcast with Mark and also the creator of Posting Domination. Mark and Scott will share their amazing passive income model in the interview with us. I think you guys will find it extremely interesting. I've personally learned a lot from both Mark and Scott. And every single time I either speak with them or listen to their podcast, I learn something new. As Henry Wadsworth Longfellow said, a single conversation across the table with a wise man is better than 10 years of mere study of books. I definitely feel that way every single time I get to spend some time with Mark and Scott. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview and let me know your thoughts on Twitter. You can tweet to me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at cashflowninja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at cashflowninja.com or texting cashflowninja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. As some of my listeners may know, I live in Newtown, Pennsylvania, a town that's about 45 minutes away from Philadelphia, the birthplace of the United States, the home of the cheesesteak, the Rocky Steps, and also the hometown of the beloved founding father, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin believed in investment and knowledge, pays the best interest, and early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. The Cashflow Ninja have aligned itself with partners that aims to empower you to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Our healthy partner on it provides supplements, 
nutrient-dense and earth-grown foods and fitness equipment to help you achieve your next level of well-being and total human optimization. Our listeners can get a 10% discount with coupon code GETONIT at CashflowNinjaHealth.com. Our wealthy partner, Fundrise, gives everyone the opportunity to invest in high-quality real estate without the middleman. Fundrise makes the process of investing in the highest-quality commercial real estate from around the country simple, efficient, and transparent. You can get started with as little as $1,000 and do not have to be an accredited investor to participate in some of their offerings. You can check them out at CashflowNinjaWealth.com. And don't forget our wise partner, Audible. You can download any audiobook for free when you try Audible for 30 days. You can grab your free audiobook download at CashflowNinjaBook.com. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to the Cashflow Ninja Podcast with your host, MC Lobsher. You must be prepared to ignite. Well, Mark and Scott, welcome to the show. MC, a pleasure to be here. Oh man! Fi- finally, I I, uh, I get to to this popular show. I can't believe it. <laughs> now, can you guys please share a little bit about your backgrounds and your journeys as entrepreneurs and real estate investors, and how you got started in the real estate business? Sure, sure. Scott, do you want me to start? Or do you want to go? Yeah, you go, Mark. Go ahead. All right. So, in two thousand, I was working as a very unhappy investment banker. And we worked with mergers, acquisitions, private equity groups, you know, uh, mid-market stuff, uh, you know, 10 to $500 million enterprise value. And I hated it. I was in a cubicle. I had a 45-minute, you know, commute to work and back. I was micromanaged. I mean, MC, I, I, I felt like I had no control. And, like, I wouldn't get the Sunday blues anticipating, you know, Monday coming around. I'd get the Friday blues anticipating the weekend going so fast and then having to be back at at work on Monday. So at my firm, we hired this guy and he's telling me he's making 300% uh, return on investment, buying raw land and flipping it online. And so I'm, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm the show me state. I don't believe him. Right. Cause I'm looking at companies all day long and a great company, a great company has 15% EBIT margins or higher, free cash flow, right? A great company. Your average company is a 10%. And I'm looking at companies all day long below 10%. So 300% sounds ludicrous. So I go to this tax deed auction with him in New Mexico. I've got like three grand saved for car repairs. And I buy 10 half-acre parcels for an average price of about 300 bucks each. And sure enough, you know, the next few weeks, I put them up online and they sell for an average price of over $1,200. He was right. <laughs> and so I did it again at another auction in Arizona. And I have no, I have, I have no real estate background, by the way. So um, I made $90,000 on the next auction. And then to make a long story short, I did in land investing part-time as I worked full-time at my investment banking job. And once the land investing income exceeded my investment banking income, which took about 18 months, I finally quit my job. And I've been doing it full-time ever since. I've done over 5,000 land flips. Um, just this year, uh, Scott and I are actually competing. I've done over 150 uh, so far this year. And um, you know, we, we can talk about it, but I do think it is the best passive income model, MC. So that's my story. Scott, what's yours? Well, I, I, um, 
so in a way similar to Mark's, you know, I'm I'm working at a uh, company, but my my position was a little bit different. I was working as an executive of a Fortune 300 company, and uh, you know, I was to the point in my career where uh, if the management team changed over, well, I I was at risk, and I was in the middle of moving the the he- company headquarters was moving from New Jersey down to Florida, where I I already lived in Florida. And uh, the right in the middle of, of our move, my wife and I and, and kids were moving from one city in Florida to another city in Florida. We're building this like, dream house because, like, what could go wrong, right? You know, like the company's looking, everything's looking great. We're 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 investing in the community. We're moving all kinds of people. Company's company seems to be growing. And uh, right in the middle of like literally like halfway in building our house. Uh, I'm watching CNBC's Mad Money one night with Jim Cramer, and Jim Cramer puts the CEO on on his wall of shame. And I'm like, uh-oh, that's not good. And, you know, there were, there were some rumors. There were some things that were, you know, like some red flags. But when you see the CEO, you know, who's, who's you know, your boss's boss on uh, on a TV show, and you realize, like, that's not that's not a good thing. I, I looked at my wife and I'm like, we, we are in trouble here because it's not going to be long before the shareholders have him out. And when that happens, they're going to bring in a new top level management. And it's, it, it, you know, we may be okay, but at the same time, it may be rocky. So that was uh, literally for me, it was September of 2014. And so I began like searching, like, okay, well, you know, I, I kind of had this this interest in in real estate. Didn't know what kind of real estate. I had tried other pieces, and I actually found Mark, and uh, learned about his system and his strategy and how he did it. And I basically just blindly executed what Mark taught, and uh, I started I started the process in October of 2014. And by February of 2016, so February of this year, that's when I found out that my my department was being outsourced. 85% of my department was being outsourced to another company and to, um, to Asia. And I was affected as well. So, you know, over the, over the 17 months and three days from when I started following the, the Land Geek strategy until... Uh, the time that I walked out of the building, I literally worked blindly following and executing what Mark teaches. And at the same time, I built a passive income that allowed me to replace my executive salary. And, you know, MC, there's there's a great comfort level with knowing that you you have, like, weathered a storm. You saw the storm coming. You you executed <laughs> Uh, you know, and made it happen, and then you protected your family. And so I, I like to I like to kid with Mark, like, hey, Mark, it took you 18 months. It took me 17 months and three days. But maybe that just goes to the teacher. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I like to think so. I like to think so. Yeah, and I mean, that is such a powerful story because I have said on the show before to my listeners that the employment or the job that you think you might have is already gone. You just don't know it yet. We're moving into extremely turbulent times as far as disruptions. And, I mean, it's incredibly exciting if you look at it from the the information age that we're into and how we can, 
you know, communicate and interact and network and meet people online and, and basically conduct business anywhere on the planet. On the other side, you know, the, the way that we do provide security for our families is by having multiple streams of income and cash flow every single month. Now, let's talk about your, your investment philosophy before we jump into this model that you guys have touched upon. Can you guys share just a little bit about your approach to cash flow and passive income? My, my very first job out of college was working with dentists. And I, I actually was like a, uh, like a dental consultant helping dentists buy and sell their practices. And they had what we called solo economic dependency. So if their hands weren't in somebody's mouth, they weren't making any money, right? Um, you know, so this goes for like everybody that has um, like a freelancer, you know, uh, job or um, doctors, lawyers, um, anyone that trades time for money is solo economic dependent, right? And it's great if you love what you do, but even people that love what they do at some point don't want to be dependent on it. And so based on that concept, we want to create passive income. And obviously real estate is, you know, arguably the best way with the most benefits to creating passive income, even though it's not very easy. Right. Um, and so that was really the philosophy is how do you get out of solo economic dependency? How do you create these multiple income streams without having to do all the work yourself? Because we can always make more money, but we can't get more time, right? Now let's touch on the, the, the passive income model um, that you guys have, have talked about. Can you share that with my listeners? Sure, sure. So, um, you know, basically, I, I don't want to hog the mic from Scott. So, uh, Scott, you want me to take half of it? Yeah, you take half. I'll take the other half. No problem. All right. So th this is what we think is the best passive income model. Um, it's, got, it's a one-time sale, right, with recurring income without any of the traditional headaches of real estate, right? So basically, we don't have to deal with any renters, no rehabs, no renovations, no rodents. And because we're not dealing with any tenants, we don't have to worry about onerous legislation like Dodd-Frank, land is exempt. RESPA, land is exempt. The SAFE Act, land is exempt. So we really think that this is the best passive income model. I'll, I'll let Scott sort of elaborate from there. So what we do, MC, is we actually go out and we buy like the, the least thought of asset on the world that we all have to depend on, and that's land. And basically what we do is we look for land that people just have signaled to us that they don't want. And how do you do that? You look at the people who are not paying their property taxes, because if they're not paying their property taxes, there's an indication that they, they either don't want the land or they can't afford the taxes they might, they might, uh, you know, they they might have something going on with with the particular property or in their lives that they would like someone like us to come in and make them an offer on their land. So we send them an offer and uh, offer to buy their land. We buy it for pennies on the dollar, typically twenty to thirty cents on the value of it, and then we turn around and we sell it either for a cash flip of three hundred percent return or on terms of up to a thousand percent return. So what we're doing is we're working, we're working in an inefficient market 
that basically allows us to to work directly with owners of land because who, who what I mean not too many realtors want to list land they want to list the homes they they want to list the stuff that they're going to make big commissions on not not land gotcha yeah I mean here here's an example of, of a deal we just just did yesterday which I'm not that happy about and I'll explain why even though I really should be but Scott Scott's going to laugh so we bought 12 acres um, in an area in Oregon for six grand cash. Right. And, uh, and we flipped it 10 days later and we just got a wire for 22,999. Um, not 300%, but we only held it for 10 days. So from an annual return over 300%, but you know, my favorite way to sell it is not cash. It's to create these notes is create these income streams because we have no cost of foreclosure. We're not doing deeds of trusts. We're doing land contracts, right? So right. we can create these huge income streams without any headaches um, at all compared to uh, the traditional real estate model. Gotcha. And, we're, and we're really not talking like Mark, Mark just gave an example, you know, $6,000 piece of land for 12, 12 acres. You know, we're, we're not talking about, you know, million dollar properties. We're not even talking about, you know, $100,000 properties. Uh, we're, we're talking about investments that, you know, I've I've literally seen people buy buy properties for, and I've even bought properties like an acre of land for a hundred dollars. You know, so sometimes, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing a deal right now that it, if if I could tell you the size of it and the price, it would it would it would blow your mind that hey, there's people out there that are seriously selling land that cheap, and yes, they are uh, because they they just. They don't know how to. They don't know how to develop it. It's their their flavor has changed. What they wanted to do with it, and uh, they're they're willing to liquidate it. Now, what which markets? I have so many questions. This is this is amazing. Um, which markets are you guys in? Are you guys all over the country? And then it ties into one thing that I know that the the three of us have spoken about is systems and automation. So if you guys can talk about the markets that you touch on and then just jump into a little bit about how you systematize this and automate some of some parts of this model. Mark, why don't you talk about the markets and I'll talk about the automation. Sure, sure. So, you know, the market is that we really focus on is the southwest a little bit in the northwest in florida right okay because nobody wakes up mc and thinks to themselves boy i'd really love some raw land in iowa <laughs> right <laughs> unless of course you live in iowa so we want to own properties in california nevada texas arizona oregon washington florida right right um you know new mexico colorado Areas that are that are growing, areas where if you're in New York or you're in Minnesota, you're in uh, L.A. and you see raw land and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so expensive. You know, we're we're really providing that value. So there's there's a there's a value continuum all along the line of just pure happiness, right? Right. So I'm taking I'm helping this person who um, once had an asset, now it's in their mind a liability, right? Right. So we we acquire that from them and we help them out of that situation and they get cash. Then we go out. And we help somebody who may, maybe never thought they could even afford raw land, right? Right. And we, we make it an irresistible um, payment, owner financing, usually like a car payment, right? Maybe 1000 down, 249 a month. Everyone can afford just about everyone can afford it, right? Right. And we make it really, really easy 
And um, from that perspective, it's just a massive, massive market and literally no competition, right? Private equity groups don't like this model. Uh, hedge funds don't like this model. So it's, it's, not, it's not competitive. In fact, um, I remember when I started teaching how to do this, my wife said to me, she's like, well, what are you doing? You're going you're gonna to create your own competition. Well, I mean, a good example is Scott Todd. Scott, how many deals did you close this year? Well, you you and I are kind of neck and neck. We're we're competing, and and uh, you've done like right around 150, and I'm like at 153. Right, right. So it hasn't affected my business at all. If anything, my business has grown in that sense um, because it's just a massive market, and, and and literally because of the collective intelligence of a community of land investors, I've become a better investor. And Scott will kind of explain how you know when I first started, there was no automation. I didn't even take it seriously as a business. Right. Um, and now we're ninety percent automated. Um, I work in frontier properties about two hours a week doing this, and I've done over one point one million this year. That is amazing. And I just want before Scott jumps in, I just want to say too, and that's the abundance mindset right there too, that there is more than enough out there for everybody. And actually, when there's other great investors come come coming into the market, I mean, it raises all, all boats. I mean, we all have to play at a higher level and a bigger game. So it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, MC, you, you actually just touched on something that I, I like, you know, I've really adopted and learned, um, you know, this abundance mindset re- really from Mark. I, and I got to be honest, because like when I started doing land investing, man, it, I, I felt like, I mean, I, I'm like, I can't tell a soul I don't want to tell a soul where I am. I don't want to tell a soul what areas I'm investing land in. You know, it's all secret. It's all it's all about me being. You know, th- there's not enough out there. I gotta just I gotta I gotta hold it all to myself. And I'll never forget. I went to a boot camp that Mark was hosting, and uh, he pulls up he pulls up on the uh, the screen in an example like this county that I was working, and I literally started sweating. Like I- I'm like. Oh my gosh! I gotta find another county because Mark's giving it all away. How how would he pull up my county? And it wasn't my county to begin with. You know why? Because I figured out where he was and I copied him. I Samsunged him, and you know I went right to where he was. And so it wasn't a secret. He was, in fact, I was the one that was just copying him. And then you know I I started uh, you know helping other investors. And I'll never forget. Like again, they started talking about counties that I was already in. I would start sweating. But as Mark said. The market for, I mean, there's 3,007 counties in the United States. I mean, in one county alone that I work in, this county is 2.2 million acres, and I only work in about 40,000 of those 2.2 million acres, and I am extremely busy just staying focused in that one little area. To, To anybody listening, if you can adopt and shift to this mindset of there's not enough to there's plenty for all of us. MC's right. If if other investors or or no matter what you're doing, if other people are working in an area, all the all the ships, the tide will rise all of those ships. Meaning that if like for for land as an example, if there's more people buying land in that area and there's more people selling land in that area and marketing land in that area, it's going to help all of us because uh, there's going to be more attention on that one given area and maybe less on another. So, MC, you, you really hit on, on a key thing there. 
Yeah, so um, it's so important, and and just in every aspect too. And and one thing that you just mentioned too was the modeling technique too. And just, I mean, you guys have a fantastic podcast as well that I listen to, and I try to look at what other guys are doing out there that are successful and just killing it in the field that they're at, and try to learn as much as I can from them as well. So. I mean, that's awesome just to bring out how how you modeled exactly the, the the what Mark was doing as well. Yeah, it's it's um, you know if you I think if you put your ego to the side a minute and try not to recreate the wheel, you can learn from other people, get the foundations down, and then you can get creative and you can bring your own flavor to it. But you know, I, I was telling um, I was telling someone just today that. If, you, if you're learning how to cook and you go online, you download a recipe, you know, you follow that recipe to a T, you know, like you, because you, you want to eat tonight. So you follow that recipe and, you know, you, at the end of the, at the recipe, when you've cooked it, you, you have a meal. And if you have followed the directions, you, you, you probably have a pretty tasty meal. Now, if, if you were to, to be someone who's learning how to cook and you look at this recipe and you go, you know what? I'm going to add it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to put this over here. I'm not going to put enough of that. I'm going to create my own recipe. Well, then you're going to get to the end of it, and it may not taste so good, right? Like because you changed it up. Now, do that enough times where you're following someone's recipe and you learn how to cook and you learn how the flavors interact with each other and you learn this and you learn that. Now you can start to become the chef, right? Like you don't just wake up one day and you're the chef. You have to learn how to cook. And I think it's the same way with any other business model or any other strategy that you're following. Listen and follow the recipe to a T. Get the foundations done and then begin to interject what you want into your own business, creation, investment, whatever it is. Very powerful advice. Now, let's jump, let's jump into how you guys automate this. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I even feel guilty like taking this from Mark because automation is truly his uh, favorite word. It, it, it is my favorite word. Uh, my second favorite word is free. It used to be, yeah. So, I mean, the the automation piece is absolutely incredible. Um, and, you know, basically, we've we've taken all, we've broken down every process in the business from, um, you know, essentially uh, mailing to due diligence to marketing to closing to note management. And literally, completely automated it with software. And um, you know what used to take us. Uh, well, I mean, give, yeah. So what used to take me, let's say, uh, twenty minutes in paperwork, now takes Scott how long? Oh, second, thirty seconds. Wait, we even timed it the other day with like five seconds, wasn't it's it? Five, yeah, it takes five seconds, and, we, and we're measuring this. So um, I think between three of us, uh, I remember one month we saved one hundred and nineteen hours working in the software so it it's it's unbelievable there's never been a better time to be in business than today with all the tools all the software all the automation and um it's it, it's really just completely transformed uh not just my business but my life in, in that sense where i'm no longer working in the business and we're just working on the business and, and just managing it's you know, we're just looking at reports on Friday. How many offers went out? How many deals are pending? Um, how many deals did we close? And, and how many how many properties did we sell? And it's it's that simple. And then just thinking, okay, well, how do we how do we make this bigger? 
And when, and when you balance, MC, when you balance, you know, like the automation and all of this stuff that you can build with the technologies that's there. And like Mark said, we, we, I mean, because we are, we are full time in this business. We're not, you know, Mark's a full time land investor. So am I, we have, you know, we, we have worked together to really create uh, a suite of packages that kind of go end to end on the whole, the whole system from, from our offer letters going out to our, to how our deeds get prepared to like Mark said, note management, even to how we've automated um, our our uh, posting of ads that we post on Craigslist. Even that piece is automated, and then we sprinkle in on top of the automation. We sprinkle in, you know, assistance from VAs, and I think you have a recipe for uh, just just a you, you have a recipe that can literally take whatever you're doing and streamline it so that you know Mark works two hours a week in his business. I, I, I work more. I, I probably work about five to six hours a week. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really slaving away out here. <laughs> I, 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 I hate Scott. I'm like, what do you do today? He's like, I'm retired. He's working on his boat in Florida. I mean, <laughs> that's amazing. Now, the software that you guys use, is this something that you guys uh, had someone help you create or is it just something that's out in the marketplace and you've just combined a couple of tools uh, in your workflow um, for yourselves that make sense? Well, well Scott comes from a, a tech background um, in okay. IT. So he took three existing tools um, and then you know, created all these integrations. And then we're like, well, we've got these three platforms that we're, that we're sort of uh, dependent on. And so then we hard-coded it and made it our own proprietary system. So we call it LG Pass, the LandGeek proprietary automated software system. Is, Scott, is that, is that a good explanation? Yeah, yeah. And, and so basically what we've done is when we started off, off we, were, we were using like over-the-shelf kind of uh, cloud-based technologies uh, that, have been, that were pieced together. And we are um, migrating that into proprietary software that we've developed to help us run our businesses and be as efficient as possible. And I think that's a, that's a key point MC is like, you know, if, if you're, you know, if, if you're going to do something or work with somebody, you want to find people that are actually doing it, not people that are just teaching or talking about it. Who, who are the people that are actually doing stuff? And those are the people that you want to, you know, take your advice from. Very, very true. Very, there's, very true. there's a lot of people, a lot of, lot of people out there selling courses, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why it's so great to have guys like you on that live and breathe and talk and do and <laughs> in the business and, of, and through your generosity, just share your knowledge, educating others to do the same and empower themselves and their families. Yeah, no, I mean, there, there's really no better feeling, uh, that we, like we'll get an email. Like in fact, I, I just we just did got an email uh, a few weeks ago from PJ Riley on Bigger Pockets, and he's made more money this year in land flipping than than he has at his full time job, right? Yeah. I mean, he think of that. Like that's that's amazing. I've never met the guy, but like you know, so so to kind of be that pebble in the pond and and make that impact, and it ripples out and it affects you know, so many people, it's, it's way better than when I was just sort of, you know, hoarding my knowledge and, and just helping myself and my family. I mean, it's, it's, there, there's no better feeling. Like I say this to Scott all the time, you know, I, I can die in peace now knowing that, I, you know, I've made a difference. 
Yeah, that's a fan- that's a fantastic feeling. And the model that you guys have set up too. So, so for instance, there's listeners in many countries listening to this this the show. They can implement the same strategies and the same model, or is some of the the software tailored just for U.S. and Canadian investors? Or this can be done anywhere in the world. Um, you know, we we cater to, to U.S. land. Okay. Um, you know, we've looked at international land. Canada's got a lot of frictional costs associated with it, which reduces your ROI. And the fact is our market is so huge. Um, why even go anywhere else? I mean, you can buy land in Costa Rica or, you know, but, or, you know, it's just to my, to, for my risk tolerance to deal with unknown, um, you know, governments and entities and laws and um, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I think, I think, I think, I think it's too much risk. Yeah, and does that answer the question, MC? Yeah, it does, and that's that's also another golden nugget because we've spoken about how we, you know, you want to be able to con- to control investments, and if there's unknown variables like as such as you just mentioned, that's definitely just a just a ding against whatever investment you're, or opportunity you're looking at. Now, guys, a habit that I've observed from very wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skills. What are you guys currently studying right now, and what skill sets are you guys currently learning? Scott, you want you want to go on this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I agree. I mean, like if if I was just sitting sitting idle and uh, chillaxing, then I'm going to get uh, crushed one day, or anybody that's doing that is going to get crushed one day. And you know, like you know, Mark and I, we we both kind of follow a similar philosophy of of uh, growing and, and, and really do like trying to do bigger deals and looking at the, at the market as a whole. So, you know, we're, we're looking, you know, we're, we're looking to grow like how we even interact with other investors. Um, you know, how we can, how we can grow and to, to look at bigger deals, not just, you know, some, some of the ones that we're doing, but how do we grow and, and into, I'm not going to say like build a fund, but you know, you know, how do we, how do we interact more with investors and uh, kind of bring to them uh, some of the leverage that we, you know, some of the skill sets that we have so that they can, maybe if they don't want to become land investors, that they can still benefit from that, those types of um, you know, interactions. Yeah, and I think from a growth mindset, um, Scott and I are constantly reading. We're constantly taking courses. Um, we're, you know, we have mentors. Um you know, we know we don't know it all in any way that we can um, leverage our time and in even 10x our knowledge, um, we'll do it. So, um, you know, I remember on our podcast, uh, Scott had a great tip of the week and it was it was Clark. Was it C-L-A-R-K-E dot A-I? Right, yeah. Scott? Yeah. yeah. Um, ama- this is amazing, right? So there's a million podcasts that are not podcast, maybe podcasts, but um, th- like there's a, there's a million uh, webinars I want to listen to. Um, and I just don't have time to do it. So I can go on Clark.ai. It'll dial in for me. It'll take email and notes and just send it to me. <laughs> then I can quickly read it. And I've just leveraged my time. Um, I'm listening to audible constantly. Um, and I, you know, I'm just trying to do things to not just make me a better investor, a better person right so and everything from better communication better interpersonal skills um empathy uh from and then just 
as well as, you know, looking at different niches and markets and solving those pain points, like, like Scott said, um, I'm all, I'm, I'm always uncomfortable being comfortable. If, if there's ever a day where I feel comfortable, I'm like, Oh, I got this. I'm, I get very anxious. I'm like, Oh no, something's wrong. So I really, I really subscribe to the, the Andy Grove book. Um, only the paranoid survive. <laughs> that's that's so true. Trying to push yourself out of that comfort zone daily because that's where the growth happens, especially with that growth mindset. Uh, that's something we got to look and try and do every day. That you just mentioned on something that Clark, I have not heard of that. That is, I mean, <laughs> you guys have shared so much value on the show already. Uh, it's called Clark.ai. Yeah, C L A R K E dot A I. And we've got a million of these things, MC. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, I mean, that's what that's when we talk about like automation. This is the stuff that you know uh, we we kind of geek out on. Is like, okay, how how can we take and leverage the technology that's there? And like like Mark said, this to Clark AI, it will dial into uh, conference calls or it will dial into webinars for you, and it will take notes. And then, so now what I've done is I've now multiplied my time so that I can get ideas brought back to me. And then I'm not necessarily looking to like shift gears and, okay, let me go chase that shiny object over there. It's more of, okay, how do I take the ideas that are in the marketplace? How do I take these, these uh, signals that other industries are doing or other investors are doing or other people are doing, and how do I come back and how do I apply it to my business to leverage it and to grow even further? That's amazing. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And just a core message in our show, too, is to leave our families and communities and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them, to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Mark, I'll go. I'll go first. Okay, sure. Uh, MC, I, I would. I would say um, first accountability. I'm. I'm personally believe that I am accountable for everything that happens to me. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. Okay, you know, it, it could be that the uh, that that if I was having someone to come to my house and they just didn't show up. Well, if they don't show up, it's my fault. It's my fault because did I call and and, and uh, did I call and confirm it? Did I choose the wrong guy? It's my fault, right? It's not it's not that guy's fault. I mean, in a way, it is, but it's still I have to look at it and say it's my fault. And I think that when you have a, this mindset that you're accountable for everything that happens to you, you start to realize, like, man, I've got to you know next next principle is I've got to be proactive. I've got to, you know, I've got to be accountable for everything. And then I've got to look at everything and I've got to control it because when, when I'm not controlling it and I'm not, uh, con controlling situations, then again, I'm the victim and, and you can't go through life as having a, a, a victim mindset. So number one is, is personal accountability Two is, is keep control and, and control those things. And I think the third is integrity. You know, you, you will not, you will not move the needle in, in your life or anybody else's life if if you just don't do what you say you're going to do. It doesn't matter if it's for yourself or for somebody else. You know, if if you say, 
uh, you know, we're, we'll be coming up soon on New Year's resolutions. And if we go back and say, hey, I'm going to make this resolution, I'm going to lose two pounds, or I'm going to lose 10 pounds. If you say you're going to do it, follow through and do it. Do it for yourself. If, if anybody, if, you're, if you can't do it for yourself, you can't do it for anybody else. So do the things that you need to for yourself. And those are my three. Yeah, I, I, I love those three. And, and MC, I'll, I'll try to think, I mean, think of three different ones. Um, That's why I had to go first. Yeah. So, the, the, so, so to pass it down, I, you know, I'd say this to, to my clients. I say this to my children. Um, money doesn't make anyone happy, right? There's happiness study after happiness study. But at the end of the day, what does make people happy are the quality of your relationships, right? So when you start with that, and, and think about, well, how can I make my relationships better? Um, and, you know, being thoughtful, being mindful, having empathy, um, making another person, you know, feel important, being present when you're with that person. I think those are the qualities that take you the, your whole life. And it's like, it's like golf or tennis, right? Like you can start now and you can, you can play those things your whole life, right? And, and there's, and there's, they just constantly pay dividends. Um, so I, I would say focusing on the quality of relationships uh, is number one. Uh, number two would be, uh, you know, I'm going to steal it from Stephen Covey, starting with the end in mind, right? What do you want people to say about you at your funeral, right? And thinking about that every day. I mean, I know it's morbid to think about death all the time, but I think about it all the time, right? Before you make a, that, that decision, right, because a lot of people will, will bifurcate their business lives and their personal lives and their business values and their personal values. And I think that's a mistake. So I, I would say that, you know, before you make that decision, well, uh, what are people going to say about you at your funeral, right? Um, were you generous? Were you compassionate? Um, were, you know, or did you, or, or were you greedy, right? Were you greedy with knowledge? Uh, were, were you, you know, were only looking out for yourself, Um and, and not just your family or your community and all those things. So I would say, you know, start with the end of the mind, end of mind focus on relationships. And then the, the third one I, I would say is um, that uh, you are responsible for everything, just like what, what Scott said. Um, personal responsibility, I think, is huge. Uh, letting go of excuses, um, letting go of the things you can't control you even though you can't control it you can control your reaction to it right right um and i meditate every day right and that's just a, a daily practice of letting things go right um and and it, it, there, there's something there's there's a there's a sort of a, a piece about it when when you know that no matter what happens in the external world you're going to be fine internally and and just knowing that um you know, you're enough, right? Uh, I, I love the, the quote, uh, comparison is the thief of happiness. And when we go on these podcasts and, you know, I, I'll, you know even on my podcast, I'll, I'll talk to people with, you know, you know net worths of, of hundreds of millions of dollars, right? And, and, and sometimes I feel a little sting in my heart, like, well, what am I doing wrong? But why should I compare myself? I don't know if they have a good marriage. I don't know what their relationship is with their children, right? Right. Um, and maybe they're miserable. We all know those people that are, are so poor, all they have is money. So I, I really think that um, those three things will, will take you very far in life. 
So powerful. Yeah, very, very powerful stuff, guys. Thank you so much for sharing that. There, there's just so many things you guys touched on. And I think uh, one thing that you both touched on, too, is just taking responsibility and that accountability. And I believe in that so much. My life uh, after, I mean, as entrepreneurs and business owners, we all go through, you know, peaks and valleys and a ton of failures that I had. I think the minute when I started uh, to switch that mindset and say the buck start and stops with me. Everything um, had an immediate impact and effect in my life personally. Guys, are there some books that you would recommend to my audience that have made a, a pretty significant impact in your life? Uh, MC, I, I would say there's, there's, I'm a big fan of uh, Grant Cardone's 10X. I think that that book is incredible. And um, it, it, I will tell you that I read it about November of 2015. I read about this same time last year and I looked at, I looked at, you know, okay, what I was doing and what I needed to do, knowing that still at the time, at this time a year ago, I did not know that I was really going to be outsourced. I mean, it was just kind of this hunch that I had and so I'm thinking, okay, well, what do I need to do to raise that up a notch? And that book really laid the foundation for me to, put together just an incredible 2016. So if anybody hasn't read that, I would highly recommend that. And then while you're reading it, go ahead and read the next one, which is uh, Be Obsessed or Be Average. And you'll just see that um, you know you, you really need to get, no matter what you're doing in life, you really need to get obsessed about your goals and you and your family and the things that are important to you uh, because otherwise, um, you're not going to take the appropriate actions that you need to to um, to really protect yourself and your family and everybody else that you really want to protect at the end of the day. Yeah, and MC, I, I'm going to have to compete with Scott now and give three book recommendations, and he did two. <laughs> is, is that okay? That's awesome. Yes, the more Scott, Scott, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I have a third one too, but uh, I'll let you. I know, know. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> We, I mean, the funny thing is, like, we could literally go on all day. Like, we should start a new site, like, just book recommendations. Um, <laughs> like, that personal MBA guy. But is, are you guys going to get mad at me if I say the one thing? I love that book. It's a great book. I, everybody says it, but I, I do love it. I do love it. Um, so I, I would say, like, the one thing is, is fantastic. What I've, what I've just uh, finished reading, which I really got a lot out of, um, was The Willpower Instinct. By Kelly McGonigal. Um, and then uh, another one I think is, you know, kind of more, uh, you know, tactical. But I think your listeners will love MC is Profit First by Mike McCallowitz. So those are, those are going to be my three. Great. No, thank you for those recommendations. And uh, Be Obsessed or Be Average is actually on my nightstand too. <laughs> so uh, yeah i think he just he just uh, released that book so it's it's uh it's fairly new but yeah that's thank you for the recommendations guys they're they're awesome um now how can my audience learn more about about you your company the podcast and every all the projects that you guys are involved with sure i mean i think the best place to find me is going to be the landgeek.com um and then also on itunes uh, Scott and I have a podcast, The Art of Passive Income. Um, Scott's got some sites, too. I'll let Scott talk about it. 
Yeah, you can you can learn more about me at scotttodd.net. And uh, if you know if you're looking for a way that if you're doing anything in the marketplace that you're interacting with Craigslist, you really really need to check out this website. It's postingdomination.com. So check out postingdomination.com and uh, you know automate your learn how to automate your Craigslist postings because it will change the way that you market to the tenth largest website in the world. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge. I mean, you guys created so much value for my audience. It's, uh, it's been wonderful having you on the show. And as, as usual, after I listen to your podcast or have a conversation with you guys, there's just so much in my head right now that I'm just going to uh, think about and look into. So I really appreciate it and had a blast. We did too. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, MC. Really appreciate it. Hi, this is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining their capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy, according to the infinite banking concept. If you are interested in learning more, you can email me at info at cashflowninja.com and I will send you a copy of Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker. Thank you for joining me and my guests today, Mark Podolsky and Scott Todd. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with friends, family, and your network. I really have been humbled by your support and feedback. If there's any way that I can provide more value to you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. Don't forget to take advantage of the offers from our partners that aim to empower you to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Our healthy partner, Onnit, provides supplements, nutrient-dense and earth-grown foods and fitness equipment to help you achieve your next level of well-being and total human optimization. Our listeners can get a 10% discount with coupon code GETONIT at CashflowNinjaHealth.com. Our wealthy partner, Fundrise, gives everyone the opportunity to invest directly in high-quality real estate without the middleman. Fundrise makes the process of investing in the highest-quality commercial real estate from around the country simple, efficient, and transparent. You can get started with as little as $1,000 and do not have to be an accredited investor to participate in some of their offerings. You can check them out at CashflowNinjaWealth.com. And don't forget our wise partner, Audible. You can download any audiobook for free when you try Audible for 30 days. You can download your free audiobook download at CashflowNinjaBook.com. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, be amazing and live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. 
This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.